0: You're listening to In The Know, a collection of career development insights and leadership experiences from INSEAD, the business school for the world.
1: Welcome to another episode of Unlocking Career Opportunities with the INSEAD Employer Engagement Team. Join us as we uncover more about the Career Development Centre's Employer Engagement Team with the Global Directors Zeynep Flore and Henrik Johnson. We discuss the team's unique advantages, including connecting students with local champions and global companies. Discover how the employee engagement team facilitates student professional networking and the diverse types of engagement available with companies. Furthermore, we'll delve into the flexibility and the timelines for joining INSEAD's clubs and the invaluable resources of its extensive alumni network. So let's get in the know with Zernap and Henrik.
0: You are listening to a podcast from INSEAD, the business school for the world.
1: Uh, We're here again uh, with another episode of our mini series featuring the employer engagement team within the career development center here at INSEAD. I've got two guests joining me today. Um, I'm going to get them to introduce themselves quickly and then we'll dive into the employer engagement team and what that looks like. So first, Zeynep, can you introduce yourself, please?
0: Thanks a lot for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, So my name is Zeynep Flure. The first half is Turkish, Zeynep, and uh, Flure is French. This is basically who I am. Um, I started my career as an M&A and project finance lawyer in Istanbul. Uh, And then I moved into France because I found my love in France. And then uh, I've been at INSEAD uh, for a while. I started uh, my journey at the admissions and then moved into Career Development Center. I covered the corporates and followed by financial services because I do have an international finance law master from University College London. And M&A and market research was the parts that I was really passionate about. Up. And for the last two years, I'm heading the employer engagement team, uh, covering Europe and Americas uh, here in the Fontainebleau campus.
1: Very nice. And our other guest, Henrik, about can you introduce yourself, please?
2: Yes, thank you so much. I actually don't have as exotic background as Zeynep just described to us here. <laughs> um, I am born and raised in uh, Sweden. I have been living out of the United Arab Emirates for the past 17 years. Wow! I have spent my entire career uh, in education and been with INSIA now for seven years. And I have the pleasure of being Zeynep's counterpart uh, in Asia and the Middle East. And I work out of our Abu Dhabi campus.
1: Very nice. Let's delve into the team you both look after. Um, The employer engagement team, as I mentioned at the top, what is the purpose of the employer engagement team and how do they fit within the career development centre here at INSEAD?
0: Thank you for the question. I think purpose is a very important part of who we are, uh, because in many business schools um, there is no such team as employer engagement. Usually, the coaches are, you know, facing the students and the companies. Mm-hmm. Um, Instead, is a bit unique in that sense, uh, because um, we do have sector-agnostic coaching team helping the students um, making themselves the best version of themselves, uh, but. My team, as the name implies, we engage with employers. Um, so we basically uh, shake hands and kiss babies and <laughs> uh, connect with the movers and shakers. And our purpose is to be the bridge between the um, employer ecosystem. And that includes, obviously, alumni, business leaders, talent acquisition partners, and our student body, but also the alumni as potential talent. So it's really complimentary to coaches, uh, because um, as you might hear in other versions of this podcast, it's a lifelong career management. So it's not just during the program, we also help our alumni community. So we really see this as a um, journey. And employer engagement is really out there getting the pulse of the recruiters, what do they need, what type of superstars they have, what are the skills of those people so that we can better give this information to our students and talent so that they are having a more targeted approach and the return on in their investment when they connect with the ego is Bigger. And the advantage of having a large employer engagement team um, covering different geographies is to be able to tap into local champions in addition to the global companies.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's a really nice segue into my next question, which is about the, the structure of the team. Because um, as you mentioned, there's there's team members that cover all different sectors. Um, we, we call them sector advisors here. Um, and their purpose, I, I guess you'll describe, but what we're going to feature in this mini-series is each of those individuals. Um, and they will describe how their sector, what involves in their sector, who they connect with, um, and and provide a lot of insights for our listeners that way. So I guess a a really pertinent question is, uh, what is the structure of the team? How is is the employer engagement team made up? And, And what does it look like from the outside looking in, if you like?
0: Very good. So um, we do have a very comprehensive document um, called World of Talent brochure in sure. the know. Yes, very good. That is our proud and joy because <laughs> it's like um, the best industry standard. Instead, is the one giving the most detailed information about the sectors and geographies. So when you look at that document, you can see the uh, choices of our students according to the regions, but also sectors. So for example, the 22 classes of MBA last year, when you look at it, you will see the bulks. Uh, One is uh, consulting, the other is TMT, tech, media, telecom. The other part is corporates. And the the other part is financial services. So this is the main skeleton that we divide the sectors, but of course it's much nuanced than that. So you do have, for example, uh, what we call scale-ups. Those are startups who are growing and expanding geographically into different uh, countries. And we do have a sector specialization Specialist covering, um, you know, startups, scale-ups, and social impact, which is obviously across sectors, sure. right? But other than those nuances, the big, um, you know, bulks of the sectors are usually differentiate themselves with the way they hire, they interview, or the career advancement once you're in the company. So in that uh, mentality, we do have uh, management and strategy consulting as one bucket. The other bucket is financial services that covers investment banking, but also private equity or venture capital, and all other financial services, including fintech and insurance and other financial services offerings, right? So those are the two classical, if I might say, sure, yeah. MBA hirers. And then you do have also the rising star, uh, tech, TMT, media and telecom included. And then we have what I called the backbone. Sure. That is the corporates. The way we divide it is basically energy, industrial, and healthcare. But basically, if you go to LinkedIn, that covers maybe 55 different subsectors.
1: <laughs> Just a small sector. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, if I talk about the team's structure, so we are a mirror structure in uh, Asia and Europe uh, based on the uh, campuses. So both teams cover similar sectors, but obviously the team that is on France campus, uh, we are covering Europe, but also um, North and South America. Mm -hmm. And for historical reasons, also Israel and Russia so that is the geographical and uh sectoral division and in the team that is in the APAC obviously covers a uh, big industrial economies like china india australia and henrik who's uh, leading the team uh he covers um middle east and africa Right. yes okay. so that's how we split the world to conquer yeah.
1: <laughs> very nice um I think the, the next sort of thing that comes to mind, I mean, we, we t- discussed lifelong learning in our last episode with Larry. Um, sort of evolving from that discussion, how does the CDC or the Employee Engagement Team sort of help students network and connect with professionals in their desired industry? And I guess the employer Engagement Team is a big part of that connection. So how, how do they connect with students, Henrik, and how does that all happen?
2: Yeah, that's a very good uh, question. Um, thank you so much. Um, so obviously, Senep talked here about the, the structure of the uh, employee engagement team that we cover specific uh, sectors. But the benefit of INSEAD, obviously, for students is that we do have the, uh, the three campuses, Fontainebleau, Abu Dhabi uh, and Singapore. Sure. And it is really, really important to understand the local job market. Of course. And by having the employee engagement team, as have said, covering the different sectors, we really get to understand in a much, much deeper way how it works, where we're all based, and we can obviously channel that back uh, to the students. Sure. The other thing that I believe is very important here to, to highlight as well is that we have very vigorous activities with the employers mm. who visit the campus maybe twice a year um, to engage with our students. And these engagements can take many different shapes depending on the needs of the companies because companies obviously recruit differently. Of course. Um, so these these events can be uh, more of a big presentation in an amphi. Uh, it can be targeted coffee chats based on where the students potentially have work authorization, what language they speak, and so on. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be larger networking evenings where we let the company do a very short pitch, and then we have a larger networking session together. And this could be in a group of companies from the same uh, sector, But we can equally uh, mix it up. Mm -hmm. The second thing that I think is important here is um, that we bring the students out from the academic environment, if I may say, out from campus. um, And we call these treks. And what that literally means is that we take the students to visit the offices from the companies. Mm -hmm. And we regularly, throughout the academic year, usually around the breaks, we take the students out to London, to Berlin, Amsterdam. I welcome students here in Abu Dhabi and Dubai, and the colleagues do the same thing in Singapore, Malaysia, uh, Vietnam. Again, this is just to, to mention a few
0: and if I may add, I mean, this year we inaugurated our uh, Riyadh track, right, Henrik? You took the students, uh, Saudi Arabia and also Madrid. Uh, so the way we look at this, we look at the um, market, uh, where is the demand, and we adapt and adjust accordingly. So it's a very organic and dynamic thing.
1: Because I imagine every cohort's different. You know? Exactly. Like not, not every individual's mm. looking for a job here or there and mm. you need to adapt. And, and is... Is the students, are they free to join these treks whenever they want, whenever, you know, obviously resource and time, particularly with students, is quite limited? Um, is is there a limitation to how many treks they can join or when they can join these treks?
2: No, they can, they can join as much as they want. Um, what we normally do uh, with the employee engagement team is that we work very closely with the clubs that is attached to our sectors. So, in my case, uh, sitting uh, working out of the Abu Dhabi campus, I tend to work a lot with the with the uh, MENA club, which is the Middle East and North Africa club. Um, but we also, for example, in in Zainab's team, um, colleagues that are covering the the private equity or the in- investment banking side um, takes them maybe more to uh, to London, for example. So again, it's. It takes many shapes and forms, but the students can go to as many treks as they want.
1: Fantastic. Great opportunity. Uh, Brings us on to sort of the final question, I guess, of the snapshot of the employee engagement team is, what are the most effective ways to stay informed with the evolving needs? We talked about the changes that each cohort comes through or employers change frequently as market adapts what are the expectations how do we how do we stay on top of these expectations and how individuals can proactively develop the skills that employers are looking for
2: yeah good question so if if we set aside what we have been talking here about the career coaches and the employer engagement specialist in my opinion by far the best is to speak with professional who is in the job in the industry, in the geography that you are targeting. And we are very fortunate at INSEAD to have a very solid and collaborative alumni network. Um, I believe today we have 66,000 alumni in 150 countries. Um, and these alumni obviously uh, just not come from our degree programs but also from our uh, executive education um, where companies come to campus in Fontainebleau or in Singapore or here in Abu Dhabi uh, to take uh, short term courses or even courses where we go out and and tailor it to the the need of of the company. Um, What we really encourage our students to do is to to build on, on this network to understand, um, setting up what we call uh, informational interviews. Um, those interviews is obviously providing you with a much deeper understanding of what the alumni or what that professional, what he or she is doing on, on a daily basis. And this not only expands your network, but it also uh, creates advocates for um, Within within those firms that you might target to to uh, to go uh, post uh, your degree at INSEAD. Sure. Okay. The go for it. other thing that I think is worth mentioning as well, because as as a student, obviously it is a very dynamic environment at, at INSEAD. But I mentioned a little bit about the the clubs that we have. Um, these clubs are inviting thought leaders uh, that come to campus, maybe to to share the latest trends, what they are seeing. Um, We have a private equity club that's called the IPEC. They run a private equity forum each year. Um, The Energy Club at INSEAD every summer. Uh, We are hosting the uh, Global INSEAD Energy Day, where we invite professionals, alumni to come and talk about um, a specific set of, of of questions in panels so we kind of want to foster that um collaborative environment between the students and obviously uh, our wider uh, network stretching beyond the alumni network mm.
1: very nice right that's a really great snapshot i think bridge comes to mind i think you mentioned that this this team is a, a really good connector of the the student body to the alumni network and the clubs and then out to the the wider world if you like and obviously when you're looking for jobs and careers and and advancing yourself this is the team that's really going to help you so that's it's really great I, i'm i'm excited to to get into the sector advisors now and and find out more what they have to say in all their sectors i hope the listeners excited as well. And uh, I guess all that I've got left is to thank you both very much for your time and to wish you all the best for your career.
0: Thanks so much, Luke. Thanks for having us. It was a pleasure.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of In The Know. If you want to find out any additional information on the career and leadership topics discussed today, head to inthenow.insead.edu.au forward/podcast If you want to know more about any of INSEAD's master programs head to insead.edu